Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for joining us for our Sydney team analysis. Yep. Lots of premiums, lots to discuss. Lloyd. That's that's really all I want. Is he entire podcast? Oh, he is first on my premiums list. How did that happen? How did that happen? How did that happen? look, thanks again for those joining us. Please do share us and show some love. We are Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> we are on Facebook. <laughs> we are on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash SC Insider. We are also on Twitter, which is SC underscore Insider underscore. And on Twitch, Chris? Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore Insider. And on YouTube and SoundCloud, just search for us, Supercoach Insider. Yep. So for those who have just joined us, uh, Twitch, you can then watch us and interact live like we have people at the moment. Yep. Have some great followers uh, that have been on there for a couple of hours now, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, some people, which is good. So they must be kicking back their Thursday. And uh, nothing better than getting everything delivered right to your doorstep live. As you do. It's great. Yep. Then you don't have to worry about waiting for us on YouTube or you to edit the stupid podcast or whatever. (laughs) Edit your (laughs) stupid voice out more like it. Yeah, right. Jeez, our voices are like completely opposite as well. I know. I know. You're like deep and I can sing like an angel and you... (laughs) You're you're like booming and deep and I'm like high and tinny. That's great. It's good like trying to find settings what's, for that match. Something for the people at home. What's your favourite karaoke song? Oh, Fuel Shimmer. Oh, great, great track. Great yeah. track. I also like Smash Mouth, I'm a believer, just to kind of... <laughs> just to get the, get the crowd up try, and going. Tries to get the, deep, the deepness out. I like it. Yeah. I'm a big uh, Walking in Memphis fan. I like Walking in... Put on my blue suede shoe. No? You know that one? No? I'm Walking in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And I also like uh, Better Man by Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Good, good tracks, good tracks. Yeah. But I like it, well done. Yeah, right. Fuel by Shimmer, it's like actually one of my favourite songs of all time. Good yeah. Um, anyway. Or Incubus Drive, I like as well. Oh, yeah. Good, good song. Good song. I got the higher pitch. Yeah, yeah, you can sing anyway. a lot more. You can sing the Beaver Star songs. Anyway. Uh, Sydney, as we are covering, they have the seventh hardest draw, Chris. So, kind of middle of the road. Yep. Which is probably where they'll finish. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, they'll finish in the eighth, like they do every single year. Yep. Probably seventh or eighth. And then the odd season, they'll snag a premiership. Um, I think there's a lot to happen. I think Sydney are wanting to put some more youth into their midfield because they're getting a bit old and a bit slow. So I think they want to speed it up. And they have lost, um, obviously, some of their midfielders as well. Rohan. So, yep. Well, well. <laughs> their speed. They lost speed. And Henry was, and, yeah, when he was, he was uh, playing well. When, he's had me, when he wasn't suffering he was, from hamstring awareness, yeah, right. talking to the boy groups, uh, he was a quick man. Yes, that's true. So uh, anyway, so the, they have the round 13 bye, mm-hmm. which they share with the uh, Lions, Collingwood, Geelong, Melbourne and West Coast. So as we've mentioned many times, that's probably one of the hardest buy rounds to match up your premiums. Which surprisingly, I did a check today and um, I don't have many in that group. Because right. I've only really got well, well, Neil and Zorko right well, now. Well, you're not going Gorn on Melbourne, so I've got Grundy. I don't have any Geelong players. I don't have don't have Gorn. So well, I'm I guess Hibbert's Melbourne. not really a premium anymore, is he? Yeah, right. <laughs> West Coast should probably still keep I'm it. Not Herney, any. Maybe. Yeah, I know, but they they have and I, the, the West Coast pod's coming up. But West Coast has some great premiums. 
I just can't see myself starting any of them. Yeah. Maybe that's just because I'm from Brisbane and I just and I just am butthurt about the grand final. You're not going to go on the Yo Train as a midfielder. Oh, he had a great year. Eh? Uh, we'll yeah. go through them in the in the West Coast pod, but yeah, it's okay. interesting. So, well, they lost Hannes, they lost Nick Newman, they lost, uh, they gained Menzel, they also gained Clark uh, from North Melbourne. So it's going to be interesting um, when you look at it. They in their three of their top. Um, so the okay, let's go for starting in two thousand and eighteen. Let's if, if I'm dyslexic here. Uh, okay, so in their first nine rounds, they only versed three top eight sides. Okay, uh, I think that's what I was getting at. Yeah, there, Chris. Uh, so it's it's not too bad. Uh, so they have the Dogs, Adelaide, Carlton, Melbourne, Richmond, Giants, Lions, Essendon, and North. So not too bad. Yeah. Um, there's some hard games there, like obviously it's Adelaide. A bit of a mixture. Well, Dogs and Adelaide, they weren't in the top eight, but then you could see them improving possibly. So those first three rounds, I see Lloyd going at least 130 plus, right? Yeah, but then Melbourne, Richmond, <laughs> but then Melbourne, Richmond, Giants, a bit yep. harder. Lions, Essendon and North, a bit easier. Yeah. So I think it's not bad to start with a Sydney person in your side based on that. Um, it's definitely not the worst start. In the season, so not like the other I year like how they it. had all top sixes in the first six rounds or whatever. Yeah, it was. exactly. Like, it was all right. And then we, yeah, yeah, basically exactly. the perfect advice and didn't follow it ourselves. Uh, also, <laughs> a great run from round fifteen. So they have the round fourteen buy value, which is even better. So round fifteen, uh, Suns Essendon. Ah, so another upgrade special. So if you pick, hit on one of these guys, yes. So oh, they have the round run. thirteen buy, so you could bring them in. Then for round fourteen, Suns Essendon Carlton Frio. Yep. Bang, bang, bang. I like Hallelujah. It. So if you don't have one, I uh, want could be a buddy special at that point for a backhand, um, downhill skier in the back end of the year. I like it. Or, um, especially with Gold Coast there. That's a big point yeah, game. That is. Yep. That is. That could be a buddy special, especially oh, considering yeah. Stephen May is no longer going to be running on him anyway. So yeah, who, uh, good luck to whoever does that job. Rory Thompson is pretty quick. That? Rory Thompson? Must yeah. Be. Well, if he's fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Let's just let Buddy run around. Go crazy. Uh, Sounds so good to me. Rookies to note. Uh, I've only got two rookies to note because I like to tell you the ones to actually focus on. Fair enough. Um, I figure the less the better because if someone does pop up, we will let you know anyway. Sure, sure we will. I don't want to give you ten names about six people who you're never going to remember. And then all of a sudden you're watching the preseason going, hang on, was it was it Wallace? Was it Wilkin? <laughs> was it Nevelton? Was it, which one was the 17-year-old? No, which one was it? It was Grundy. Nah. Is it Grundy? It's Grundy. <laughs> Really? Yep. So well, it is a good a good game to do it in. Yeah. Well. Done. Um. Yeah. Or is it Rowan? It's Rowan. Yeah. Kicks it after the siren. Anyway. Excellent. Uh, so Matthew Ling. What a name, Lingy. As you do. One twenty three k forward mid. Uh, second year Swan to with pace to burn could be ready to add some excitement to a regenerate uh, regenerating. <laughs> Uh, some pace to the Sydney side. He was actually drafted, not this year, just gone the one prior. So with Rowan gone and Hanabry gone and Nick Newman all departing, it could actually free it up. So uh, John Longmire said that you know, they need some of these young players to step up and fill the void, and Link could be one of those. So I think that's awesome. I'm definitely watching this guy. He is cheap. Um, so he just had six NEFL games in 2018, but with a big preseason, he could actually push himself into the frame for a debut. So that was from the Sydney uh, head of department, so John Blakely. So told them that they drafted him for a purpose, and they drafted him for his run, and his talent showed in the under-18s. So if they can get him back and fit, then they really want to get him 
to I into like their him. side. So for me, I am watching Matthew Ling, especially at that price. He has had a year out of the system with injury, but they drafted him for a purpose. Is he and a ranger as well? I wish. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Chris. So I'm uh, just going enough. based off the facts, based off the stats. And at this point in time, I can't read properly anyway. So let's just move on to my next person. That's probably the most I've ever duffed in about 13 months, Chris. I think that's probably the most I've been tongue-tied in a while. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> did you enjoy watching that self-destruction? I did, actually. I just let you go. <laughs> just, let it, just let the slow burn happen. You just let me go like it was... Um, World peace, yeah. you know, Miss America. Exactly right. And you ask this question and they're not answering it. <laughs> this is this is that the slightest. One hundred percent accurate, but I enjoy it. So keep going. Okay. <laughs> the next one I want to watch is uh, Nick Blakey, forward, one hundred sixty-six k. I know the goal kicker who's capable of rotating through other positions. He won the Harrison Medal in twenty seventeen under eighteen championship and was runner up last year. So. He's a 195 key position player, so don't expect much super coach relevance. So he's just one. So you should probably shouldn't have mentioned him anyway. I know, right? <laughs> I was saying, just a little bit of value there. However, with Reed, if Reed doesn't get up, they might actually want to put somebody in there with Franklin, Fair who enough. is a big boy. So that's Fair why enough. he's relevant, but he's not going to make you much cash I like it. at 166k. So you are correct in that, Chris. In saying that, I probably shouldn't have mentioned him, but hey, look. This what? is my segment. I can do it's what I like. It's your segment, bro. Yeah. You know, if, if it's your party and you'll do what you want to. Yes. <laughs> this is my party. So, look, yeah, some teams have a lot of rookies that are relevant. So, Western Bulldogs, I think, is one. They have drafted in a lot of mature ret- recruits, which we'll get into as well. Sydney, on the other hand, I think they're going to look to promote within. Uh, if anything pops up, we will let you know. But at this point in time, I don't think they had too many... Um, draft picks to throw straight into the mix. So Matthew Ling for me is my number one to watch, and I think he will be a very good option in your forward mid. So Fair enough. go with him. I like it. Uh, let's go premiums. We'll go Lloyd. Are you trying to look for Lloyd? Are you looking for Buddy? I was actually gonna. Well, I mean, if you're gonna have any highlights, let's be honest. If you're gonna have any single person's highlights from the Sydney Swans. It's got to be Buddy, right? Well, what about the one where he ran about 19 metres and kicked the goal? Good one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, so Matty Lloyd... Uh, Jake Lloyd. Jeez, Matty Lloyd. Uh, Jake Lloyd, uh, 608k defender. He averaged you 112, so... Went absolutely nuts. Started off the year pretty quiet, though, so he averaged 89.8 the first seven. Uh, when we said to get on him, we didn't take our own advice because he went absolutely nuts after that. Right. Uh, Average 117.8 the last 15 rounds, and we could and should have got on that train. Yes. Yep. Uh, really regret not doing it, and oh, no, he can't. was untouchable after that. Yeah. Couldn't get to him. Untouchable. Yeah. Um, a big thing about Jake Lloyd, of course, this year is the massive kickout stats. So yes. just so everyone aware, we did highlight this in our last pod. But it takes 50%. Um, 151 total kickouts, and he plays on 29% of the time. So let's put that into perspective um, in terms of how many times he kicked off. I'll just uh, quickly bring this up. Hold on one moment. So if he's 29% at 151, that means... Oh, why didn't that work? Uh, so, <laughs> 40, so he played on 44 kickouts out of that 151, which means that 107 kickouts were not scaled as a as a disposal in last year's stats so if you have 107 kickouts plus let's say at an average of two points per kickout some will be more some will be less so a turnover is you know still going to be counted as a turnover which is what negative four um uh an effective disposal is probably a three or a four so somewhere in there i think will be a, an average mark 
let's say two. So that's another 214 points. That's Let's add that onto his total score for the year. Which, It'll be an extra one point. Um, no, it's an extra nine points per game, I think it is. Shut up, Chris. Um, so, I mean, that's just mass. Like, it's just huge. I'll, I'll get his actual completely um, total season score. One second. Jake Lloyd, here we go. And it takes a second to do this. Uh, and you can actually go do this yourself if you like on footywire.com.au, which is pretty I do cool. love footywire. Yeah. So his total score for the year was 2,465, and he played all 22 games. So this is not including the finals, of course. So 2,465 plus... Uh, That's 56. Oh, dyslexic. 2465. Yep. Plus 214, the average of two points per disposal, 107 of them. That means that it's 2,679 is his total score. Divide that by 22. His average goes up to 121.7. That's good if you can match it. That's nine points per game, just based on last year's figures. And that's assuming he plays on every time. No, that's assuming that, that we worked out taking out of the um, the equation. Oh, that's assuming that he, he gets outside the box to dispose of the ball every time. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be slightly less than that. But I, I can't imagine a lot of defenders not taking advantage of that and getting another stat pad, especially the stat pad king himself, Jake Lloyd. Yep, that's Come pretty on. cool. Um, my next one is Luke Parker. Chris, we can get your opinion on this uh, one. 561k mid. Skip me. Average 103.5. Chris, you started him last year. I know I did. How did you enjoy the ride? No, I didn't start him last year. I traded him from Matt Crouch when Matt Crouch got injured. Yeah, basically started him because yeah. Crouch went down early. Yeah, had to feel. Ha- had, had a great couple of games in the first start of the season. and then yeah. Look, at the end of the day... Who, who are you going to get instead of him? No, I don't want to talk about Patrick Cripps. <laughs> don't. You're killing me, baby. You're killing me. Um, look, the thing about Luke Parker is that if he plays midfield minutes, he scores massive. When he goes forward, he can impact, can take a grab. But the problem is he's, he's played in a pocket. With next to Buddy, or yep. well, the problem was is Tom that yeah, you know, Buddy also got injured for a smidge anyway. But you're looking, uh, Reed didn't play much. They didn't really have many tall yeah. timber, so Heaney was forced to play because he could grab a mark and kick a goal. JPK even can try to kick a yeah. couple goals. Parker, but he's, he's good one on one, and he can take a mark. And rarely kick a though, goal, this so. is what really pissed me off. Rarely though, was he played one out, so he was rarely played as sort of Dustin Martin or a five full forward. It was always at the feet of someone else. He had to work off scraps. So when he went forward, and he wouldn't go forward for five, ten minutes. He'd go forward for half a game. Like, it bloody killed me. Like, is he actually a <laughs> mid-forward? He's not, is he? No, he's not a mid-forward. Just absolutely killed me. If he me. was a mid-forward, you'd be very interested. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Change anyway, my tune so he, he averaged 107.1 his last 14 rounds. Can go big. He had a 149 and a 159 up there, but did, as Chris said, play it a lot forward. Yeah. Uh, however, if Menzel, Reed, Franklin, and Heaney are fit, he may be freed up slightly, but you would It's always know. a what if. Uh, and, definitely a draft. Well, and bit. how long for will he be freed up for? So that's the other question. But, you know, I think he's good for he a draft. He does the team thing because he's the captain, of course, as well. But he's just seen as that guy that if we've got a problem, I'll just get Parker on it. He does, however, one of these big things. Who's the captain? Uh, Luke Parker. Isn't Luke Parker their captain? No, JPK. JPK? They, they must be co-captains or he must be vice-captain. Yeah, vice. Yeah. Calm down, mate. Do you um, know the game? Anyway, so so <laughs> with with Parker, if it's late in the game and the game's close, they throw him in midfield. So one thing I did notice is that they were like, nah, get him out of the forward line, yeah. get him into the get So him he on could the ball. get some impact on games. Because he, some impacts, that way. he impacts the middle, so... Um, <laughs> um, oh, so Parker. Uh, so Stainsies is saying, don't touch him. 
Had him the whole year. Depressing to watch. Frustrating. <laughs> Hashtag never again. Hashtag, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, it's one of those coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, goes well but not oh, well enough. Just, it could be anything. The thing is, he's that good. I Like, as a player, as a as a player of football, <laughs> it's that classic thing. Play your players in the goddamn spots they're supposed to be. I like it how you said move on and I just reeled you into Sorry. it. Sorry. And then you just get... <laughs> Stonesy just keep... Right you just said capital letters never. never. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. Lance Franklin, another one. Uh, 543k forward. Oh, let's, let's get these highlights wrong, yes. then, shall we? Highlight um, me up. Yes, hundred percent. Lance Franklin, absolute. Have gun. you seen? Have you seen the um, the guy that comments on uh, AFL and all these hits and stuff? And Lance Franklin just smashes and tackles a few people, and he's like, "Damn, that's a big boy. That's a big ass boy." Have no, you seen I haven't. That? Oh, it's a YouTube so clip, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's this American okay. that watches AFL and like oh, think... Franklin's like kicking goals or take tackles. Oh, yeah, that like, like NFL yeah. player reacts. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do watch that like, on YouTube. He's like, "Damn, yeah. that's a big boy. That's a big ass boy." <laughs> every time, every time Lance he Franklin actually, gets it, he live streamed oh. the entire um, like the replay of the AFL game. Yeah, final. he liked it. Hey? Yeah, he was good into on him. Uh, anyway, so Franklin, uh, beware, buyer beware. We're gonna label, always buyer label beware. him buyer beware. Simply, he's still gonna play every single game and frustrate the hell out of him. Okay, so let's let's break it down. Number one, end of season minor knee surgery. Not too bad. You could deal with that. Then he had groin surgery on the 20th of November. He's a skills training for early of January, best return since 2012 as far as Supercoach goes. So we're talking about the last seven years, that's his best season. His yeah. best return. Okay. Now. The thing is, he comes out in one game, doesn't matter if he's injured or whatever, and gets a 180 every yeah. year. He'll get a 180 plus every well, this is this is where we're going to get season. to, Chris. So he's 32 this season. Okay, so he's getting older. Yes, he's still great. I think he's a good option. I love watching Buddy play, hands down. Right, but this is where buyer caution comes into it because two years running, his average has been inflated by a couple of big end of season scores. Last year, when we we're saying, "Hey, like Franklin's pretty good," except don't forget his 98 average. It was more like he averaged 90 for the whole year. And then I think two out of his last three rounds, he got like a 170, yes, a 176 or a 180, went yeah. huge, and then all of a sudden averages 98 for the year. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, wow, Franklin, 98.5 average. How great. Except for 20 rounds, he averaged you 90, which isn't that great. Yes, it's good to be on him when he does have the big games. The and problem the exact is, as well, in the last round, it doesn't count towards your standard. <laughs> it just ca- Not well, towards your standard, It right? counts as you know, total score, but doesn't count towards like actually yeah. winning anything. Exactly, correct. So here's, here's where it happened again this year. Round 20 to round 22, Franklin was averaging 91.1 before round 20. 91 flat. The last three rounds, 178, 96, and a 161, and all of a sudden averages 100.1. Classic buddy. It's literally like it's not the first time he's done that. No, it's not the first time he's done it. So f- for that reason, I won't be starting him. Uh, if anything, I'd rather bring him in after the bye when they have those few rounds. If I have Ash, room for him, I don't know. Like Ash truck killer said he had a bruised yeah. heel for most of the season after round one. And yeah, 100% accurate. Yeah. But this it, Buddy all the time. Like Buddy always has these niggling injuries all through the season, which impact his scores. If Buddy was fully fit, I would 100% lock him in. But he's never fully well, fit. Well, especially with uh, groin surgery, minor knee surgery. For me, it's an upgrade target. I'm waiting until the buy because... That buy special. It, well, once again... Lance Franklin, round yeah, 15. Exactly, Ooh. round 15. Gold Coast, Essendon, Carlton, Frio. Mate, he's got a target on his back and it's called Chris's Supercoach team. Yeah. Upgrade target. Boom. For me, upgrade target. I'm 100%. In. I am in. I'd rather start a Heaney or something for consistency and then upgrade to a Franklin because his ceiling's always going to be there. Yeah. So for enough. me, I'm bringing him in then. Uh, let's move on to the next one, and we'll go with Isaac Heaney. 
to another premium. So they've got lots of premiums in this side. Yep. Uh, we'll even be nice enough to say... I JBK. think you'll be in a lot of teams, Isaac Heaney, this year. I am one, and I'm with you. Because I think, again, natural progression. And we yep. just think he's going to go nuts at some point. Will he get more midfield time? Hopefully, with a fit forward line, he might actually get a little bit more midfield time. Mm-hmm. But we saw last year, if their forwards go down, then Heaney is the one to actually drift forward. And uh, which is evident because he actually averaged 107.8 the first 12 rounds. And then he played a lot more forward and stuff, I think, as well. So Reed Franklin being injured. And I think the Sydney just weren't scoring. Yeah. So they needed someone who could take marks. And he's probably the only one that could actually really get up. Oh, he like impacts Parker, games. Yeah, Parker gets marks, but Heaney is just a freak above his head. Yeah, so. because his, his vertical leap is insane. Yeah, huge. Yep. So uh, if they're fit in the forward line and they're healthy, then I think Heaney could be a really good option in that uh, in your forward line. This I agree. Year. JPK, I'm putting him in the premiums just for sympathy. I do like JPK. You like the look of him, mate. Oh, he, do you see that photo I shared? He I, looks I, fit. I know. I reckon he could be in for a good year. I think. He's, I he's a think. Good, don't get me wrong. He's a good Straight player. as an arrow, but he's a good looking chap. He is. <laughs> he's a fit man. Uh, it's his lowest return since 2011. It is. So he averaged He's 90. on the wrong side of 30 though, right? He's, he's, yes. he's a bit on the... Correct. But he averaged 96.8. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a 525k mid... Uh, he had 1100s, so he had a 125, a 151, a 140, so he's definitely not immune to having some big scores. And uh, But the problem was this year, though, unlike any other year, he he actually scored games of a 27, a 46, and a 59. Yep. So for me, he provides really like a lot of value in standard. Um, I probably wouldn't be touching him in draft unless I needed another midfield slot. I think and he's I a valid selection, Stan. I wouldn't be against people choosing oh, I'm, him I'm over tem- a Zorko or someone. I'm tempted, but yeah. I want to see him really look fit and the bits in JLT in preseason. I want to see him looking mean. Yeah. Yeah. So if, I he, actually, if he's 100 I, I rate him as a selection. Middle, I, I'm probably not going to go there, but. No. Not what, with his other value, though. That's what it. could get him into my team is how my midfield setup is compared to the buy structure. Yep. So if I'm coin flipping between, say, him and a Zorko. At the same price, um, and the other one's probably Ollie Wines, which is definitely like they're all sort of within ten k of each other. I wouldn't be touching Ollie Wines. No. So if I coin flip between Zorko and Kennedy because of the uh, the thing that gets them over the line is probably how they fit into my buy structure. Yep. So yeah, he could make my way in my, into my team. I rate him that much, and in draft. Oh, I'm big value. draft. Yep. Big value. Yeah. Big time value. Even if you get him anywhere like a 105, 106 average, he's still looking yeah. pretty good. Like third round, even as you're like mid two, mid three, I think he still has a lot of value there. I agree. Um, yeah. And worst case is you're wrong and there goes your season, you know, but hey, what do you do? It's not our um, fault. <laughs> so the next one is Kellum Sinclair. I'm putting him in that category because he is, he ranked 97.3 in the rucks. So therefore he is a premium ruck. Uh, 528k. Uh, I think he might have some competition with Naismith back in. I think he's not the number one ruck because he can play forward. Yep. So I think that if they play both of them in the team, the idea would be Callum Sinclair forward with as the resting ruckman. Yes. And then rotating through. That being said, Sinclair's a pretty big boy. He could muscle some people out in contests as yeah. well in the rucks. So. And but he also proved last year he can take some big big yeah. grabs. Yep. I, I actually really like Callum Sinclair, and his ruck work is actually way better than I thought it would be. But with Naismith fit, or supposedly fit, and yep. coming back into... I, I, you can't select him at 528k. No. I wouldn't even, even in draft. Not in even draft. in draft. No, no, me either. And that's what that, I'm about to get That's into. something that Matt Mercer will pick up. And yeah. I'm, I'm pointing at you if, you. if you're watching this, which you're not going to, but if you are, that's who you're picking up. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. It's just a mate of ours who doesn't really pay attention. Just goes guys, by the list and goes... A couple goes, of the new oh, guys yeah. coming in here will be like, oh, what a great pickup. Um, so his previous best year was 79.5. So, I mean... you. 
yeah, the, the the amount of fluctuation between his role and what he can score, for me, it's too much unknown, yeah. so Fair avoid enough. him. Uh, he did have a good year, though. He had 11 100s, and he had 5 120 pluses, so he did go huge. Yeah. And um, look, I, I wish him all the best. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, Mid-prices. So for me, uh, there's only really a couple to watch. Mid-pricer number one is Ryan Clark. Yep. I'm watching him purely based on role and opportunity and how he goes. So he they draft... Um, Traded for him from North Melbourne. He's a 355k defender. Uh, traded from North Melbourne. It's been suggested that he plays through the midfield. So with the departure of Hanabry, um, it could actually facilitate that. So as a junior, Clark averaged 30 disposals, 5 tackles, and 121 fantasy. So I don't have the super coach relevance. That's in okay. his final year of TAC Cup. So midfielder, it's been talked about that he, sh- he should be playing midfield. If he does, I want to see. Um, so for that that's value, a, that's actually a really good mid-price option. Great draft in option. In defense, yes. Yeah. Correct, so I actually had to add him into my draft ranking list because he is now worth... Is another one? Is that the Harry Himmelberg? Is yeah, that, similar like that? like that. But yeah, you add him to the bottom so that way he is... Uh, if you put him on your bench, if he starts playing midfield as a defender, he could easily average you 85, 87 and become a really good draft It's all about option. if he's actually in if, there 22. It's if, and it's another one of those preseason yeah. specials. Uh, whether you believe it or not, it's waiting to be seen. But I also remember, um, was it uh, Sheridan? Um, Sh- Tommy Sheridan? Yeah, Sheridan. Remember yeah. how he was going to be playing midfield and a defender and this, that, and the other? Jeez, he was hopeless. And now GWS has him. <laughs> oh, he Action. actually started his own company too. I think it was um, oh, Watches or something. He's actually doing really... No, sunglasses. Tommy Sheridan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, quite a few famous yeah. people are wearing his sunnies. I like it. He's actually making money. Do you know... Um, making bank. Do you know Jaden Stevenson has his own uh, clothing label? Jaden Stevenson. What is it? The Beanstalk? <laughs> I don't know. But like, he actually owned... He had this before he was drafted. Right. So he, as a 17-year-old, he started running his own business as a clothing label. That's probably just to... Family um, money? Like, how, like, how did he do Oh, I know yeah. what happened. What's up? What happened? Did you email him? No. <laughs> Collingwood told him to start his own business so they can funnel him. Uh, start it before you're drafted. Start your own oh, business. This is how the and we'll just, buy, we'll just buy 10,000 of your t-shirts. It's fully legit, but we're just giving away all these Jaden yeah. Stevenson shirts. I know. Exactly. Yeah. It's what a, what a steal. I like it. Bloody Collingwood. No, I bet that's what they did. 17-year-old, start your own business. Make shirts. Make well whatever. Well done, make, sir. We make, make Play-Doh. We don't we care. We're going to buy a lot of it. Uh, and the next one is obviously Callum Mills, uh, 428k defender. Yep. Is this the year for Callum Mills? Who knows? I'm done with him. I'm, I'll admit, like, <laughs> it's because you tra- I'm so. Chris was so bullish no. in draft and picked him up. What do you mean you even pick him up so early? Picked him up super early. So early. Had a great jail too. <laughs> just he was playing midfield, just loving it. Oh, this could be the year. So for oh. me, I didn't, I didn't get burnt, so I am keen. Uh, fourth year. I don't now. think he's a great defender. Fourth, well, he's not. I think there are better defenders. I think he's he got forced, he's a midfielder. He got forced to learn how to play defense. So get him in the midfield. He was an absolute gun. He didn't have any problems racking up the pill when he was a young, a young, and so he could have more midfield time to add some youth and speed. So for me, I am really watching him in preseason. I will be watching him more so for draft. Like I don't know if I'll take the risk in standard. Just a, just but, a burn man. That's all I'm saying. But that being said, if you can get a pure <laughs> pure midfielder, if he does actually play pure midfield in a defensive slot, yeah, no, hundred percent, I'm taking it. So. Yeah. Uh, the others to watch, so JPK, if he's fit and firing, I'm really keen to see that one. Uh, and more importantly, to seeing how the Sydney midfield stacks up. Yeah, a little so bit like playing, St Kilda is in. Yeah, like, who's playing inside, who's playing outside, who's actually getting the What's gig. actually happening with the change of roster? Yes. And well, the because it influences, you've got Parker influences Heaney, then influences Callum Mills and Clark. So who knows who's going to be in there, so I'm really keen to see what eventuates. Definitely. I like it. From that... 
Uh, so draft special, we already went through JPK's of Steel. Parker, yep. if playing mid, is yep. amazing value. So again, watch for those and we roles. Won't get, we, we, we won't, won't get, get to know, so you have to just kind of... That's what I like about that, though. I like that... It's a bit of hidden hope. Because, I mean, if you're me and you, we're watching probably every JLT game. And we then have a massive advantage compared to other Some of these other guys who don't watch much at all. So we have some really good people that play in our league, and then we have some really average people. Yeah. Um, that's why we're really looking forward to the league with the uh, other guys, uh, with our... Yes. Followers and Twitch followers and our really regular ones because we can. It's going to be a lot more competitive. So, oh jeez, um, I think it's always competitive. Our league, no, it's, I think it's very competitive because. Jeez. But I would say the bottom four have been perennially there for the last what two three years. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so Heaney, uh, I think would be a steal for an F one mm-hmm. uh, anywhere in your side. So before people picked him really early last year in and draft. this year, yeah, draft yeah. you can even. You know, you could get him, you, be... could, you could probably get a midfielder like two mids and then go a Heaney. Whereas last year, I think you kind of had to go like mid and then sort of people jumped on Heaney earlier. Yeah. So people I think, really thought that he was going to explode last yeah, year. Yeah. So you could probably get him in your third or fourth pick realistically. After um, Danger and Standard, I think Heaney is yeah. one of only really two guys I would put at that F two spot, and it's yep. him. Or I, Gray, I still see Jan- I opinion. still see Danger going pick one this year. For me, you, you see Dangerfield going pick one. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, with Mitchell now gone, it's yeah, I think with Mitchell gone, he I know Grundy and Gorn are pretty much what twenty five points more than the next best, but Dangerfield's about twenty points best, like better than the next forward. Yeah, and he's been and there he's got potential four, to go higher. Well, four years running, and he's fit. He's dropped like three, four kilos. And likely scenario is Adler think, goes forward, Danger plays more mid time, and I, he I, averages one thirty. I just think you know what you're getting from a Danger, and, yeah. but you don't know what you're getting from a Grundy or a Gorn. Very cool. So I mean, I, like I pick it. I pick bloody goalie at one twenty seven two years ago, and look how that worked out. So. Uh, I think let someone else take Franklin's highs and lows. I think Mills is a good draft sneaky who could improve Stain's to, having a, bit of a, to a 90 plus average. He said, uh, uh, me biting off more than I can chew. <laughs> Thanks, Stonesy. Yeah, really appreciate it. Yep. Uh, players to avoid. Uh, Franklin for now. Like I said, with the injuries, I'd like to see him back in that full fitness before I actually brought him into my side. Fair enough. Uh, trade him in, if anything. So if he does start slow, you could always try and I trade him. I think that upgrade draft. target is too Huge. good. To- or if he does start slow, trade him in. Uh, trade for him in, yeah. in he draft. He will drop at some point. Yeah, in Guarantee. Draft, he in draft, always trade drops. For him. Trade yeah. for him in draft. Yeah. Once he has a slow start, and then knowing that you'll still have the possible back end to the season. Um... Okay, and uh, definitely players to avoid is Kieran Jack. Yep. Uh, so here's some interesting stats, Chris. So he averaged 57.2 in 2018. 57.2. But he was injured. Very cool. He was injured on 15 in round 16, Chris. So that takes his true average to 59.7. <laughs> He's still horrible. <laughs> Hold on, sir. Burn. Oh, Burn in the Jack. Remember when Kieran Jack would get you 100 average? I do remember. Those are good times. Hap- what's happened to Kieran Jack? Is he watching too much league these days? What's going on? <laughs> too much debacle at home with his missus and his family not talking? Well, I heard, yeah, there's some. That, yeah. that made major news, didn't it? Oh, major, major news. Anyway, so uh, I have a void for Kieran Jack. Uh, he's become Fair a, enough. He's become a role player with very little relevance. Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, you probably shouldn't have even brought him up, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. What do you see with like a Menzel coming back? What do you think? Well, he's injured he right now. Yes, but what um, role do you think he plays? Then? I think he definitely plays in their best twenty-two, guaranteed. I think yep. he's the best twenty-two player in any team in the league. Yes. Um, but I mean, where do I see him in draft? Yeah, oh, bench. Could, he's going to go late. Um, he'd be a worthy bench option. He averaged quite well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did all right. I'll I'll definitely be looking at him, but it has to be a value pick on him because he's not going to play early. He's going to be playing a little bit later. Yep, yep. So maybe that means that someone else picks him up. 
based on his average before I see value in him. I don't know. Um, love Dan Menzel. Love the pick. I just... Um, and again, one that if he plays, Parker or Heaney, midfield. Yeah, that's fair. You, so, know, you know what I think is even better with our draft league? So I've got a spreadsheet. I'm probably going to release a spreadsheet, just a plain spreadsheet with positions and lists and what they averaged. Because Sam Reed averaged like a hundred off one game, yeah. so I'm hoping he'll be high up, yeah, high up on the list. So some one of the guys down the bottom just, will just, no, just just look at it. Don't one, even include the games. One hundred average. Just yeah. don't even include don't even, the games. Just say average. Yeah. Players average. Don't even include the games. And someone will pick. Do Sam. your own research. Someone will pick Sam Reed. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, guys. Well, we might leave it there. Thanks yes. so much for having us uh, today again. And. Uh, uh, hit us up on our socials, comment, review, yes. do all that five-star rubbish, uh, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again yes. soon. Yes, unfortunately, that is us for the recording for today as well, so we'll have to get together probably Sunday to do the last two. Yeah, um, hungover, but we will get there. Yes, we'll wear, we'll wear shades in um, true Blues Brothers style. Slim shade. Mm, sorry. Anyway, no cool. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. Oh!